0: Hi, this is Wendy Lockhart, your host on the Not-So-Perfect Journey, where we dive into all topics relating to mind, body, and spirit on the journey to becoming our authentic selves. Hello, and welcome back to the Not-So-Perfect Journey podcast. This podcast is going to be episode is going to be a little bit different because it's off the cuff. So, my regular episodes normally focus on a particular step in the journey and give you information about that. But I also talk about mind, body, and spiritual concepts. When I was before I started my journey, I should say, I second guessed myself all the time, did not trust my own gut and look to other people to help make my decisions for me. Starting the journey really happened when I started using some mind, body, and spirit tools that helped me trust my own gut more and trust my intuition and make my own decisions. And the culmination of doing the journey And focusing on these mind, body, and spirit concepts was an Oracle deck of 45 cards. There are 15 angels, which I look at as spiritual beings. Spirituality to me is accepting that there is something out there that is bigger than me that I cannot explain. And the angelic realm is how I personally make sense of it and many other people do as well and they just represent different parts of spirituality and then each angel has a mind card and a body card so they sort of go together and I call them sister cards when you pull um, sister cards in a reading it just gives extra emphasis and strength to those so what I want to start doing is in every other episode and I will be doing these a little more frequently, I want to cover just these mind, body, and spirit concepts and focus on a particular set of cards. And the cards that I want to talk about today, so these are cards that go together in my deck. I want to talk about Ariel, who is an archangel, one of the 15 major archangels. And the cards that go with her, the nature card is the mind card. And then there's a movement card and that is the body card. So I want to talk about each of those separately and how they pertain to knowing yourself better, trusting your gut, trusting that intuition. So as you're continuing on this journey, you, you can listen to yourself and not be looking at outside people to validate you. So Ariel is one of my favorite angels and I connect to her deeply when I am out in nature, which is why I had the nature card paired with her. She is the archangel of nature, of animals, plants. Um, She's known as the lioness of God and she helps you feel strong and abundant. So she is also the angel of strength and the angel of abundance. She's the angel of material possessions and can help provide you what you need, what you're lacking, or can also help give you a different perspective and see that you already have what you need and you just need to recognize that. So when I work with Ariel, the things that I'm, I'm talking to her about and asking for are strength. So what is it that you need strength for Just asking the angels for help is really all you need to do. She can help you with these feelings of abundance and, um, prosperity. I like the Cheryl Crow song. It's not having what you need. It's wanting what you've got. That reminds me a lot of, of working with Ariel, how I connect with her is really getting out into nature being around animals, being around plants, clean air. Um, If I can't get out into that, I may also connect with her by listening to uh, animal sounds, bird sounds. I love in the morning to open up my windows. There's so many birds around here. and It's just this bird song floods the house and it just makes me feel happy and connect with her. Um, Listening to water, listening to a fountain, something like that can be really good doing a grounding exercise, so we've talked about grounding before, and really it's just going outside bare feet, put your feet in the soil, raise your hands to the sky, and imagine energy coming from up above, going through you down to the ground. You can do that if you're feeling kind of flighty or, you know, sort of not in your body, and you want to um, have that feeling a little bit more in So she can also help you with natural rhythms. So asking her to help with your circadian rhythms. And yes, there are rhythms, there's not just one. You have rhythms of sleep. You have rhythms of um, eating, digestion, all these different patterns that are going on in your body. And those are all part of your circadian rhythms. If you feel like you're out of sync, ask her to help synchronize your rhythms. She can help you with increased perception. So how do you do that sit in nature and just notice all of the small details around you really look deeply. Her color is pale pink. So many times when I want to connect with her, I will use, uh, I have her some rose quartz and I'll use rose quartz. I also have pink tourmaline. I sit with those in my hands when I meditate and that helps me connect with her a little bit more. Uh, There's another crystal called rhodochrosite and pink opal can also help you connect with her. So that's working with Ariel. So now I want to talk a little bit about nature. Why is being in nature so important for human beings? There, I got a whole list, (laughs) so I'm going to just go down the list with you and give you sort of the 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 what to do, the why, and how you might do it. So, one of the benefits of nature is reduced stress and anxiety. So there's a lot of studies that show that being outside reduces your heart rate, your blood pressure, helps you sleep better. There's this concept called biophilia, which is just this love of life and love of nature. So, Really all you have to do to induce this biophilia is just, just get outside, be somewhere where there's trees. If your backyard works for that, awesome. Uh, If you're in the city, maybe go to a park, just find somewhere that has some grass, some trees, be outdoors. I live in the desert, so grass is hard to find, but I go out of my backyard. I live next to the mountains and I just stare at the mountains. I stare at the sky. I watch the birds flying and that just instantly relaxes me. Being in nature can also improve your mood. Being outside helps with depression, exposure to sunlight increases your vitamin D. There's this thing called soft fascination, which when you're out in nature, being somewhere that's sort of not populated, connecting, being absorbed with what you're looking at, you can sort of just, it's almost like being very mindful, like a meditation. You're just really focused on what you're seeing, where each footstep lands, what you're looking at, what plants and animals are there. And this soft fascination really helps to just improve your mood. You can also improve your lung function especially if you're out in a a park somewhere away from from cities. So there was a study in 2016 that found that people with the most greenery in their neighborhoods were 34% less likely to die from respiratory diseases. So having all of those plants, of course, helps to make more oxygen, filters all of the bad stuff out of the air. And indoor air can be more... Contaminated with pollutants than outdoor air too, so getting outside and breathing some air that's not just recirculated air. There's a, a hotel in Los Angeles I have to go to for for work a few times a year, and after the third day in that hotel, if I have not gotten outside, which I do try and do frequently, I it's just my whole my sinuses are stuffed up. I just that air is awful. Other reasons to be out in nature. Increased physical activity. Spending time outside encourages physical activity, especially when you're seeing other people exercise. And that can boost your motivation and encourage you to keep moving as well. Walking outdoors is a great way to stay active and explore new areas of your world while enjoying fresh air. Regular exposure to um, <clears throat> nature and physical activity also incluses, in, increases something called the cortisol awakening response. And what this is, is your cortisol levels go down at night, hopefully, when you're sleeping, because that helps you sleep better. When you wake up in the morning, your cortisol levels naturally start to rise. If you're somebody who's really groggy in the morning, getting out in nature can help your cortisol awakening response. So when you get up in the morning, your cortisol level goes up. I recommend waiting 20, 30 minutes before you have a cup of coffee, because coffee will also increase your cortisol. But if you let your body do it a little bit naturally first, then the coffee can enhance your own awakening response. There is data that shows that being outside can help your immune system function better can reduce your chance of catching viruses, um, due to increased air circulation. So getting out, getting out of that, um, air indoor air. And additionally microorganisms that are found in the air outside can help strengthen our immune system. Getting outside and putting your hands in the soil can also help because humans evolved alongside beneficial bacteria in soil. So There's data that shows that uh, kids who are exposed to dirt have healthier immune systems. So let your kids go out and get dirty, do some gardening. Very good for you. Healthier eyes. Being outside helps your eyes practice focusing on objects at different distances. So if you're sitting in front of a computer a lot, there's the the 20-20-20 rule, which is every 20 minutes, You need to focus your eyes on something at least 20 feet away for 20 seconds because our eyes can get used to focusing on things that are close up, causing more eye strain. So getting out in nature, looking at things farther away can really help your eyes function better. There is uh, evidence that exposure to nature can help improve problem solving skills, boost your ability to focus creates increased, uh, creativity, and very important, improved sleep. Getting outdoors can help regulate your body's internal biological clock. So back to those circadian rhythms. So your biological clock improve the quality of your sleep. Your circadian rhythms are influenced by exposure to sunlight. So spending in too much time indoors can disrupt that. So also think about cycles of light and dark outside, when it's light outside, we wake up, we really want to expose ourselves to sunlight first thing in the morning to help kind of reset your biological clock. And conversely at night, if it's dark outside, having a darker environment inside will help increase, decrease your cortisol and increase your melatonin so that you can go to sleep naturally. So great reasons to get out into nature. So the last concept I wanna talk about is movement. This is the body card that goes along with Ariel. Nature and movement are really, really linked. Um, Ariel, angel of strength. So doing strength training, movement is super helpful. And here are some reasons why if you need some motivation. So exercise and movement, you know you need them, but why? There's a lot of science that show that people who are regularly active have a stronger sense of purpose and they experience more gratitude, love, and hope. Those are pretty good reasons, but how much, what kind, what do you need to do? So research shows that getting less than an average of 5,700 steps per day is enough to increase anxiety and depression. You're programmed through evolution for activity. When you exercise moderately your brain, in your body, naturally make endocannabinoids. Yeah, like cannabis. Those are naturally produced. So that's where you get a runner's high. And if you're new to regular exercise, give yourself at least six weeks to feel that shift in your mood. So here's some other things that you can do. Gentle, synchronized movement, either in person or virtual. Um, There is data that shows that this increases pain tolerance and social closeness and increases your endorphins so think about doing a yoga class qigong tai chi some dancing something like that there's an idea concept called nature harnessing and this is group exercise that taps into core instincts so repetitive simple movements done in unison think Zumba group running cycling out for a walk together Think also about listening to music when you exercise, it increases your energy, increases your capacity to move, can motivate you and helps access fond memories. If that music is linked to, Hey, you know, I used to listen to all this really super energetic movement when I was younger, using that music can help tap into those memories and motivate you. So create a playlist when you're, if you're out walking, if you're um, especially running, I used to listen to, um, Lance Armstrong had a a playlist that was in tune with different segments of running. So think about the beat, slower beats to begin with and uh, higher beats in the middle, faster beats. There's also a concept called proprioception. And so the proprioception is your abilities, your body's ability to sense where it is in space. Even if you're in the dark that you know where you are. So movement, regular movement increases this sense of proprioception, which helps you increase your sense of self and that you are more powerful and graceful. So when you're, if you're just starting out with exercise, set achievable goals, set small goals for yourself. If you've never exercised before, try doing 10 squats for two weeks each day. The idea is to get your body used to doing something every day, even if it's something as simple as 10 squats, think of the easiest thing for you to do and then do that for two weeks. And then after two weeks, add a little bit more. There's uh, exercising out in nature. So this is why nature and movement are linked. Green exercise, getting out in nature and moving, decreases something called the default mode network. So your default mode network is when your brain is just kind of doing its own thing and you're not actively in, engaged in something it's default is anxiety, which can increase your depression, sense of hopelessness, getting out an exercise in nature helps to decrease that default mode network. And later on in a different card set when I talk about meditation, regular meditators can actually have a different default mode network, which becomes mindfulness, making sure you're doing strength training, lifting weights, using your body mass, our muscle mass deteriorates as we age. So strength, staying strong can help decrease pain, keep your muscles strong. Um, Women, especially as we get older, we lose muscle mass every year. So incorporating strength training, my great grandmother, used to crack me up because she, even in her nineties, she was doing strength training. Even if it was just doing bicep curls with the, the Campbell soup cans in her kitchen. So try and do work your all muscles at least two to three times per week. And the last thing is just moderate sustained movement. This helps get you in the zone, increases your endorphins, increases those endocannabinoids shooting for 30 minutes, at least three to four times per week is really important and if you can't do sustained exercise for a period of time making sure that at least you're getting up and moving throughout the day that you're not being sedentary and even if that's doing some house cleaning um, just walking around your house walking around your yard you no, know, being up and moving is what our bodies are created for and what they really need to do So I hope you enjoyed listening to Ariel movement in nature. I do have a few resources that I really um, recommend for people and where some of my information comes from. There's a book called the nature fix, why nature makes us happier, healthier, and more creative by Florence Williams, how to do nothing, resisting the attention economy by Jenny O'Dell. Who's a researcher at Stanford. And I love this book. It just came out recently, um, The Joy of Movement, How Exercise Helps Us Find Happiness, Hope, Connection, and Courage. Lots of great research in there. Also by another Stanford researcher named Kelly McGonigal. Um, The New York Times has been publishing some things on health and happiness, and they have this thing called The Joy Workout. It's eight and a half minutes of um, high, high vibe movement. So you can check that out just... Um, do a search for the Joy Workout, New York Times. Um, I love Leanne Thomas of Angelic Hope. She has some great angel meditations on YouTube. Um, you can check out her aerial meditation. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. There's uh, a book I love called The Happy Body, The Simple Science of Nutrition, Exercise, and Relaxation. If you're looking for some really gentle strength training moves, this is a great um, book from um, both beginners and people who are a little more in tune. My personal favorite exercise comes from a studio in LA, dot fitcom They do high energy rebounder workouts, weights, um, ballet and dance inspired. And another workout that I used to do that is, I think is excellent for strength training is the dailymethod.com. They have a lot of studios around the U.S., and also some online. I, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you get something out of it. If you are interested in my card deck and um, having the, I have a 125 page book that goes with it. So you can pull cards for yourself and see which things might be good for you. I will also put a link to that. Um, you can find it at my website, WendyLockhartWellness.com. You can find me on Instagram at lockhart. 14. I hope you have a great week. Get out in nature, move your body and tap into your inner strength. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to not let the perfect be the enemy of the good on your not so perfect journey.